Mm, that was a good one. I can see. Oh? I can see the amount of like echo at the yeah. end and get rid of that shit. Yeah, that was that was a top-notch one. Hey man, do you think you lo- are more like a rat or a frog? Ooh. Yeah, probably a frog. Mm. Have you seen this TikTok trend? Nope. <laughs> it, it, well, I will say it has an apt name. Can you guess it? Is it, are you a rat or a frog? You nailed it. That's exactly wow. what it is. Wow. Rat or frog, according to a TikTok theory that's gone viral recently, everyone in the world is either a rat or a frog, facially speaking. But Oh, facially, like visually. Yeah, exactly. But I think you took it the way that most are, are should take it, right? Okay. Where like they're looking past the physical. Yeah. And they've gotten to the core of you. <laughs> On the inside, are you more rat or are you more frog? I get. <sighs> what do you think I am, man? Probably, uh, probably. I don't know, man. <laughs> exactly. I know. I could I've been, go both. I could go both ways with I could, it. I could also go both ways on it. I started hard frog, but yeah. I'm slip. I'm slipping rat. Yeah, you're slipping rats. I'm slipping rat, and and and. But perhaps I just have to go with my frog gut. Yeah, uh, yeah, ribbit. And yeah, the frogs in that Budweiser commercial that everyone our age, which is uh, in an undisclosed number, definitely knows. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter what you think you are because there's a BuzzFeed quiz. So, oh, are we gonna take this BuzzFeed BuzzFeed quiz? We're gonna take we, we gonna take quiz. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. We're both gonna take it simultaneously. How would you describe yourself winning groups of people? Shy talkative life of the party reserved but happy to be there i think in my older age i'm reserved but happy to be there mm. mm-hmm. like i used to be talkative sure i never was the life of the party i would disagree but, but continue re- oh i appreciate you but no i think as i as i've gotten gotten older i find myself you know kind of sitting back and watching people and just happy to be part of the thing and eating and drinking and laughing mm. you know just watching people through the window. They don't even know you're yeah. there. Yeah, I'm actually outside. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I'm going to say I'm talkative. Yeah, I would agree with that. Life of the party, perhaps, in my early or mid-20s. Uh, yeah. But I have, I believe I've evolved into just a person that speaks. <laughs> yeah. And what was the first one that they had there? Shy. Shy. Yeah, no. No, that ain't you, dog. Nah. And that ain't me either. We have a podcast. Yeah, not shy at all. Right. And if the mood strikes us, you can hear one of us on the side of a room going, yeah, I mean, I do have a podcast and I'd like to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, we have that podcast. Remember? <laughs> How would you best describe your style? Basic, eclectic, unique to my personality, heavily influenced by current trends. Mm, I'd say unique to my personality. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm going to go yeah. basic for me. Okay. I, I, you know, directors of fame movies such as like Barbie, Greta Gerwig, or Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan, both of them have this thing where like they wore the same thing to set every day. Like they have five oh. different versions of the same thing because yeah. it allows them to not make one decision on a day in which they are going to make many. And yeah. it is, that's not the reason that I'm basic. I'm just basic cuz. But 
Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> You're, so that was a, I think that was a famous uh, line penned by Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. Was the I always wear a black T-shirt and blue jeans and Adidas flip flops, and there's a reason for it. And as we all know, Mark Zuckerberg, a generational writer, so I will take anything <laughs> that he says. <laughs> not not even a writer, tech guru. Oh, um, I mean, there's some sort of like I, I mean, I I get it, man. I I I wish that I had a thousand of the same shirts that all fit exactly the same. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wouldn't have to think about it. All with different wolves. Mm, yes. Yeah. How would your friends describe you? There are six options here and you're not wow. reading this. You just have to memorize it as I say it, which I feel bad about. No, it's fine. Funny. Consistent. Scatterbrained. Silly. Spontaneous. Just happy to be included. Is that really an answer? Yeah. And what was the question? Because I already forgot that. <laughs> this is why I feel bad. How would your friends describe you? Funny, consistent, oh. scatterbrained, silly, spontaneous, or just happy to be included? You know what? I would I would actually go immediately for consistent, and I'll tell you why very briefly. <laughs> I love that. Continue. Um, I'll never forget something that you actually said to me in the past. Love that. You said, I try to get you to rile up because I know I won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know... For all intents and purposes, I sure. am kind of just, I just stay in the middle and stay in my own lane for the most part. So I'm pretty mm. consistent. I like to poke the frog. Yeah, for sure. Ribbit. That sounds gross. I <laughs> think I would be described as, I want to say funny here, but it feels indulgent. Well, friends, it's what friends would describe you as. So I think that that's actually pretty legitimate. Most people say that you are comical in a, in a friend setting. <laughs> I could die right now. I could be deceased right now. Put comical in a friend setting on my gosh dang gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> it's very specific, right? Almost too specific. Do you tend to shy away from risks? Always better safe than sorry. Never. I like to live on the edge. Um, I would say Better safe than sorry, generally. I'm going to say I like to live on the edge, and it's not <laughs> because, yeah, it's not because <laughs> I'm, like, my confidence is based in delusion. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> but it exists nonetheless. You're not I'm, wrong. Because I'm ostensibly dumb. Do you tend <laughs> to go with the flow? Yes, always. No, I like my plans. Oh, was only two. Um, yeah. I, I th you know what? I wish there was a third middle option where it could go either way. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm more go with the flow. I just want to know which one of these they have assigned to rat or frog. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, probably rat is go with the flow. Okay. So you go with flow. And I'm going to go know I like my plans because the delusional comical in a friend setting guy really likes to be regimented. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what makes it so funny. I'm a rat for sure. I just know it, dude. <laughs> okay. Are you more predisposed to try hard based on your... I read this sentence. Try hard. <laughs> really bad. You Are you more predisposed? Hard. Yeah, to, I try hard is a fun phrase. Are you more predisposed? That's Try hard is like a thing that people say in game chats when they're losing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. Amazing. Really sweating, huh? Trying pretty hard, huh? I'm like, whatever. You're dead and I just teabagged you. So 
<laughs> That's always me, by the way. I'm the one being defiled because I'm my aim is so bad. Are you more predisposed <laughs> to try hard? I did it bad the second time based on your ambitions. I was like, this time I'm going to get it. I didn't. <laughs> there are three options here. I guess so. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I guess so. What is this? It is that the frog, you know? Yeah. Okay. Are you more pre- are you more predisposed to try hard based on your ambitions? I guess so. Yup. And no, I'm happy where I'm at. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to go with I guess so because yeah. I, I honestly like as a protest against this question. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's weird. I can't even read it. <laughs> Do you dream big or are you grounded in reality? There are so many options here. What is this? It's just a simple. Okay. There's, these are the options. BuzzFeed sucks. Okay. <laughs> Big dreams forever. There's so many R's. No. Let's go. Mm. I consider myself a realist. Oh, wait. <laughs> there are only two options, and I'm so sorry, BuzzFeed. No, you still suck. Whatever. <laughs> wait, you read three. Where's the? <laughs> nah, there are two. I was wrong. I'm a little bit scatterbrained. I should go back up. Big dreams forever. Let's go. Or I consider myself a realist. Um, yeah, I consider myself a realist. Yeah, as do I. Again, I do sort of feel like I wish there was a middle ground there. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, there are more than two options on this next question. (laughs) Glass half empty or glass half full. (laughs) How could there be more than two, you ask? I will tell you, half empty, half full. There's a glass and it has water in it, question mark. Bro, I'm thirsty AF. Can I drink that? Jesus Christ. You can tell what age group this is targeted for. Zoomers, perhaps? I would say glass half full. I'm pretty optimistic generally. Yeah, I... I want to say like there's a glass and it has water in it because like how dare you give me this hypothetical. Also, I already drank the water. I'm very hydrated. Yeah, and you're, you know, comical in the friend setting. <laughs> Not outside of it one, though. The moment you get me outside <laughs> of that friend setting, I am dull as a bone. <laughs> Wait. Well, yeah, I guess bones are dull until you sharpen them in sort of like a like a prison setting to use it as a shiv. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Is that not where you went? Um, no. <laughs> Good. Are you a rule breaker? Yep. Rules schmools. Mm, I consider myself a bender of the rules. Nah, rules are there for a reason. Nah, I'm a bender of the rules, I think. I think I'm going nah, rules are there for a reason. Okay. I've, I've always said I love rules. You do. You you have said that. For, and you've said it I on here a, a bunch. A lot of times, and I have to stick to my brand. I love rules. Rules are just the best ideas a group of people have come up with. And I understand a reality in which those aren't the best ideas anymore, and we got to <laughs> make new rules. But at the moment, the current rules are what we came up with. And like, more power to you if you have a better idea. That's just a new rule, baby. I think if you're playing a, like a game, mm. rules are good. Um, but like if you're, um, you live in life, you know, and this could go badly, but I think rules can be bent a bit to fit your needs a little bit more, maybe like in a corporate setting, if you're trying to climb the ladder. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think sticking strictly to the rules is a little boring in some cases. Yeah. 
But I think I think yeah. you're out here, you know, uh, breaking necks and cashing checks, and a bit Machiavellian, a, a bit uh, just climb to the top, uh, rip people's eyes out with your rat claws, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, or my frog tongue, which is weird. That is weird. Do you consider yourself confident or ballsy? Oh, this is not an if or. It is both, I guess. Yup, with so many P's, or not really. I stick to what I know. Confident or ballsy? Um, Are you confident? I mean, yes or I'm no? C- I mean, I'm confident, yeah, but I wouldn't consider myself like <laughs> super ballsy. You didn't say that sentence stuff. confidently. <laughs> I mean, I'm confident, I guess. <laughs> Um, whatever the second one was, can't remember. Not really. I stick to what I know. Yeah, might as well. So frog. It is a little frog, right? It's a little frog. This is the last question. And finally, in group conversations, perhaps friend settings, are you loud and dominant in the conversation (sighs) or do you tend to sit back and observe? This isn't a question that was asked very recently of us. It just in a different way. Yeah. I sit back and observe. Okay. There are, that's oddly not. An answer that's possible. These are the answers. What? Loud ASF. Okay, I don't acronyms. I learn more when I sit back and listen. I talk sometimes when I'm comfortable. I like to know what I'm talking about if I'm talking. Wait, <laughs> did yeah. you read the two answers and then I picked it? Or was I in a different world? You were, No, I would argue that you weren't in a different world. I would argue that the question itself has flaws. And understood the a- answers are also dumb. I'm going to do one more time in group conversations. Yep. Are you loud and dominant in the conversation or do you tend to sit back and observe? Here are the four answers that are available to you. Loud gotcha. ASF. I learn more when I sit back and listen. I talk sometimes when I'm comfortable. I like to know what I'm talking about. Um, gosh, I'm like a kind of a mix of two of them, but I would say sit back and observe. Okay. Wow. Am I a rat? Nah, dude. You're a frog. Welcome to the yeah, club. Yeah, I figured. You're grounded figured. and reserved, never late and heavily detail-oriented. You probably mm. have a planner, not gonna lie. It says NGL. God, this sucks. I, yeah. You usually shy away from risks because you want to see the outcome. Blah, 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 blah. You're a frog. Okay. God, love that. What are you? I'm a rat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I'm not gonna read. Uh, this says I should go drink some water. We know you're dehydrated. That's false. (laughs) I already said. I said unprompted that I'm whatever. That you're hydrated. (laughs) I am hydrated. I'm a rat. BuzzFeed is uh, is now fact. I don't know if you knew that, Ryan. Perhaps it is fiction, actually, (laughs) based on what just happened. Uh, That was our famous first time segment that I suppose we'll do every day uh, that we have a podcast. Rat or frog. Here is uh, here's some other ones, though, because we're still doing segments. Mm. Uh, this one is entitled Boys Watch. There should be like uh, a lightning strike. Boys Watch. <laughs> Bang. Uh, so what have you been watching this week, my dude? So again, as it is a weekly show. Right. I've been watching Holiday Baking Championship. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't talk about that one. But I will talk about Great British Bake Off because it finished. Did you finish it? I did. Bro, how did you feel? What'd you feel? I felt like, so the guy who won, his name is Sam, right? No. Oh, then I haven't been paying attention very closely. The guy, (laughs) I know what his face is. The guy who won is not a dude I was hoping would win from the beginning, is not a character I was hoping would win from the beginning. I was, I was, 
hoping that the uh, the deaf girl won, but she didn't even make it into the top three. Yeah. And uh, she made it to the semis, though. She did make it to the semis. Um, but as always, a lovely and charming ending. Uh, all the people there at the end. Um, I love the way that the Great British Bake Off ends all of their seasons. I think as overall a season, it was wonderful. I, I wish that the next season would just instantly happen. I have completely mm. with open arms um, taken in the the new guest, uh, the new oh, yeah. host. Yeah, um, Allison. Allison, I think she's great. Uh, and it continues, I think, to be the best comfort show on any streaming service or television. Yeah, I, you know, leading up into the semifinals, I was kind of rooting for... Um, I mean, I'm going to spoil it. His name is Maddie. So if you haven't seen it, sorry uh, if you're watching Great British Bake Off, but uh, Maddie won. And I was kind of pulling for him as the underdog because he stayed in the middle of that group for the entire show. And he just kicked it into high gear when it mattered. And I think Prue and pa- Paul Hollywood said uh, something very true, which was he was he would listen to the feedback and actually apply it. Yeah. And do better next week. Like, yeah, you'd have some faults, but he actually took the feedback and applied it and actively got better throughout the season. So I was rooting for him and I was very happy he won. That's great. I'm happy for you and for Maddie, whose yeah. name I know now. Yeah. <laughs> this week, I've been watching Modern Family. We started from like season four, just randomly. I put sure. on an episode. It's a show that I've never watched in its totality. And uh, I but I have, I have seen either. I've seen a lot of episodes uh, and I've seen we started because of TikTok because it just I had, there were a lot of times during uh, the watching of it this week where I was like, oh, I've seen this. I've seen this on the Internet. And, <laughs> I remember this from YouTube. And so uh, it is just a charming show. I hate the character of Manny. Every time he's on screen, <laughs> it sucks. Oh, uh, no. But, uh, you know is what it is uh ed o'neill is just so good in it ty burrell uh the the peter griffin the homer simpson the michael scott of modern family uh, absolutely kills it uh leading that show that is uh now off the air and uh i look forward to continuing to watch it i think uh it has cemented itself as i don't know what to put on I guess it's Modern Family, you know, right for right now. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of shows that do that for me. Obviously, Parks and Rec, The League does that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just like you, I haven't watched it in in its entirety, and I would like to. I keep hearing great things about it. Um, so I'll I'll you know eventually watch it. I think right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's won hundreds of awards over its run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it used to win everything. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> That's been a lot of fun. So that was Boys Watch. What a second. Well, I got one more I, that oh, I, I just that. thought about. I, I just thought about. I'll make it quick. Um, I was watching, uh, or we got about six episodes into Squid Game The Challenge, oh. the reality version of Squid Game. What are your feelings? Is it good? I didn't turn it on. It looked bad. No. So it is incredibly well done, hmm. and it is really engaging to watch. Uh, there's like legit rivalries happening between... Uh, players and they throw in little twists that weren't part of the squid game show so they're thinking that something's going to happen and it's something completely different and it is 
it is wild. When they do the honeycomb challenge, mm. dude, I it was so wild. Like just how people's um how they changed when things were on the line a little bit more. And uh it's really interesting to watch. It's like a a cool uh peek into the human condition. I was just thinking of the phrase human condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're on the same wavelength, dude. Nice. Um, but no, I think it's worth watching at least the first two or three episodes. If you don't like it by the end of the third episode, you're not going to like it. But yeah. it is, it's really well done. It's filmed very well. And um, yeah, they went all out on the sets. I mean, everything, it is, it looks identical to the show. Really, really good. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, did like a Squid Game video mm. where he also recreated the sets. And it was a pretty solid one. But I will say I I, I was, um, I don't know. I didn't feel it in my bones that I needed to watch it. And you've now convinced me that I'm, I, I this is put into the category of I will put it on without yeah. asking any questions or running it by uh, my Sigo. And, <sighs> uh, and if, uh, if she looks up from her phone, we'll keep watching it. Yeah, just take a swing at it. I mean, it's it's worth watching. It's it's about in this. It, it's got the same feel as some of those other reality show type competitions, even just reality shows in general. Because there's backstabbing, there's like drama. Mm. You know, yeah, it's it's it was surprisingly good. <laughs> I love me a good backstab. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And now we enter a new segment that I think is going to be an I. I like this idea, so I think we're going to keep doing it unless it goes terribly. For this sure. is a segment entitled The Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> and uh, uh, boys is with a Z, so it's not stealing. And yeah. it is a, uh, it's a place in which we talk about the trailers that came out this week, and there are so many to discuss. Oh, yeah. uh, first on the docket is the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer that came Ooh. out coming out 2025 uh unless it gets pushed back it's been in development for nine years uh but you know they have a chance definitely they didn't say this year which would be good because there's not a lot of this year left so yeah they said it's next year and i have played every grand theft auto game but i've never dived uh dove in deep uh you have so what are your feelings on the trailer and what you saw yeah, so the trailer is uh, showing us modern day Vice City, and if anyone's played the Grand Theft Auto games, Vice City was set in the '80s, uh, rightfully so. Miami Vice—it was kind of its inspiration. But this is true modern day Miami, and I'm actually glad that I just went to Miami in June. And uh, after watching the trailer, I was like, "No, that is incredibly accurate," and. What Rockstar has achieved with graphical jumps uh, is astounding. It looks so good. They have new technology for AI that's going into this game that allows police to actually uh, react differently every time. Uh, Pedestrians will react differently. All the NPCs will have their own um, actions. Everyone's doing something different. Um, they have new crowdsourcing technologies, which make it so large crowds of NPCs don't like bump into each other and they're all actively doing a separate thing and it will look real. And just the amount of detail is incredible. And I am very excited for this game. Now, 
it says 2025. Will we get a delay? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, but honestly, I've said this about every game franchise that I really love. Take as much time as you want. I'd rather have a completed uh, game that's very well done and is not broken uh, than something that requires 700 patches uh, the first week. I'm looking at you, Cyberpunk. Um, sure. You know, it's just, it's a bummer when that happens. So I'm optimistic, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Well, we have two years. Uh, the next trailer that dropped this week is for the upcoming show, Fallout, uh, mm. executive produced by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy of uh, Westworld Infamy, uh, as well as uh, many another show. Uh, and uh, one of them is Chris Nolan's brother. Um, and this is their first big show they're doing on their gigantic Amazon deal. It stars... Ella Purnell of uh, Yellow Jackets fame uh, used to be a lady on Yellow Jackets. Now as a corpse, people are eating. And uh, <laughs> it also <laughs> has in it Walter Goggins, who is absolutely amazing. Kyle McLaughlin is in it. Uh, Todd Howard, the executive producer of Bethesda Games, the people who make Fallout, is also an executive producer of the show. And uh, Ella Purnell, I believe, is going to be vaulted into absolute stardom uh, based on this show. If it's good and if it follows the same path that The Last of Us did, which is uh, be married enough to the game to uh, make the people who played it and the people who love that uh, game feel safe and at home within it, but at the same time, take a risk here or there to make it something uh, all of its own. Uh, as a person who is very invested in the Fallout franchise, as you are, what were your vibes on this, my dude? <laughs> yeah, so I had, I mean, probably not as many as other people, but I had several hundred hours into Fallout 3, I want to say. Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. Um, no, this, um, I was very nervous about this show, uh, as I'm sure you were too. Mm. Um, it that we heard very little about it. We saw the set pieces of the Red Rocket gas station, and that looked really good. So I was like, okay, this has some potential to be really cool if they do it right. When this trailer dropped and they married the you know era of music, you know the '40s and '50s kind of uh, Nat King Cole, um, Ella Fitzgerald type music. Um, with post-apocalyptic mayhem and a it's going to be gory. They showed a bunch in the trailer. I am way more excited about this. I think it's got a great cast. It looks amazing. Um, they're keeping it very close to how the games played out, I think, based on what we've seen. Walter Goggins' character is is good. I don't know if it's going to be the same exact character from the games, but like that whole character of a ghoul... Um, is um really good and i think he's gonna kill it as that character honestly no i'm i'm excited for this this show i i i hope it's good i want it to be good i'm thinking about the same way i did with last of us if it's bad i'll just be so bummed out because <laughs> it's yeah. such a it holds such a place in my heart but um yeah cautiously optimistic still until we get that first episode but the trailer looks good listen it best be good westworld died for this you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's fine. <laughs> what? Westworld? No, no, no. That had died for this. Oh, yeah. No, it is sort of fine. 
Uh, the way that it went at the end, <laughs> you can go back and listen I, to uh, James and I talk about the end of season four of Westworld and uh, catch our vibes on that. Uh, but uh, also coming out this week, uh, a trailer for Godzilla X Kong, the new empire, a, uh, a franchise that is, uh, I think, uh, especially the last one really kind of came into its own as a big action set piece movie. Uh, with Mecha Godzilla at the end, and uh, sure, it's an American bastardization of the story, and um, j- and like, a Japanese film just came out that's getting like amazing reviews. Oh, I want to uh, see it so badly. I do too. I want to see it real bad because it's go a god. <laughs> I know we should. It's a Godzilla movie that I think sticks more to its roots, and it's a story that it's an IP that um is very very important to a lot of people. And this new movie, just based on the trailer, I don't know if you saw it or not, it looks god-awful. It looks CGI-ridden. It (laughs) looks like there's no story whatsoever. It's like, oh, what if there's a bigger monkey? Uh, Like, that's the whole thing of it. And uh, I I don't think I'll see it in theaters. And I might see it uh, on my couch when it comes out. But I have no want or need, honestly. Much like the last Godzilla movie, Godzilla vs. Kong. Was it Godzilla vs. Kong? Was that what it was called? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we watched that in the movie room, and that was a good experience because oh, it yeah. was fun. You're with your friends. You're watching the movie. Great. That's how I envision I'm watching this one. I have no desire to see this in the theater. Like, it's a monster movie. Awesome. I'm sure it's cool in, a part, in different parts, but I'm not running to the theater to go see this one. I'd rather see Godzilla minus one. A hundred percent. By the way, the movie room is not like a place. It's not a brick and mortar establishment. It's just a room with a big TV in it. So yeah. uh, just the movie to, room. <laughs> to clarify, it's the movie room. To, so for future reference, when we uh, talk about that, just to let you know. Also coming out this week as a trailer, Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Ooh. Uh, the first one to come out starring uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, it. And Ani Taylor-Joy playing a young Furiosa, uh, Chris Hemsworth character, Dementis, is going to be in this and in George Miller's next uh, Mad Max The Wasteland with Tom Hardy in it as well. So Chris will uh, continue to be in Mad Max movies. And, and this one, led by Ani Taylor-Joy uh, of uh, Queen's Gambit and uh, many another projects fame, and I really, really like her a lot. Yeah, uh, for sure. And this trailer, I think, did look pretty great. Uh, yeah. My, my issue, it's not even an issue. It's just a concern is like, this is a world that's very specific. Mm. And will there be Mad Max fatigue? Can there be more than one story in this like very orange world that you care about? <laughs> and I think that will rely on the writing of George Miller and Nick Lathoris, and as well uh, as well as on the shoulders of Anya Taylor Joy. I don't. I don't. I think she can carry it. She is talented enough to carry an entire movie by herself. Uh, it is just how long can George Miller go pumping out the hits? I think Chris Hemsworth is going to be a um, silent partner here as well. Um, but not very silent. I think he's going to actually be very good in this movie. Um, I have a feeling that he's just going to pull out all the stops. I think he wants to get away from the Thor character. Um, and 
I just have high hopes for his his character in this movie. He looks insane. Did you? Yeah, you saw how he's, it. he's a bad guy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He looks I, like evil Mad Max Thor. Yeah, right. evil. Exactly. See, Thor. Like, <laughs> I like that he's using his real accent, like, because it's supposed to take place in Australia, where the original ones were Australia. And, um... Yeah, it's I just it, this looks really good. And if it's filmed like Mad Max Fury Road, where it's slightly faster frame rate, where it makes you feel like everything's going faster than it should be because it is. Uh, that was one piece of the movie that kept it interesting. It literally kept me on my seat watching it. I rewatched Fury Road uh, recently and man, it holds up. I will. I have no intention of getting tired of that world. It no. is so badass and it kept explosions. you on your seat. Keep on the edge of my seat. Sorry, there it is. I was just getting so excited, Ryan. You're on the edge of your and seat right now. I am on the edge of my seat right now. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. I hope it's great. I hope it's great. I think it will be. Uh, another trailer that came out this week that got less buzz than all of what we've previously talked about, but I think looks really interesting is ISS. Uh, and, uh, I, I would, uh, tell everybody go watch this trailer led by Ariana DeBose, uh, has Chris Messina, has John Gallagher Jr. And, uh, the synopsis is when a world war event occurs on earth, America and Russia, both nations secretly contact their astronauts aboard the ISS and give them instructions to take control of the station by any means necessary. And the trailer basically shows the main character, played by Ariana DeBose, looking out the window and being like, wow, Earth is really chill. Oh, my God. Is that a nuke? That's a lot of nukes. <laughs> oh, the entire United States is on fire. That's not good, is it? Yeah, this looks wild, too. And I've always liked those type of movies where it's in a situation in, a, in one specific area and you have to work through a problem. Like the one I think of right away is The Hateful Eight. Tarantino's mm. Hateful Eight. I love that kind of confined story driven because then it's relying really heavily on the interactions of the people and the dialogue. So I, this has the potential to be, uh, you know, as good as it, um, it's tough, but as good as a Tarantino movie in terms of dialogue, if they do it right. But the events, just the idea looks crazy and I love it. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's one of those where... The idea is just something I didn't know I needed until I <laughs> yeah, watched it. Right. And I was right. like, oh, that's actually sick. You know, I keep seeing um, these random TikToks as I'm doom scrolling of, of like you know, CGI apocalyptic events. And there's one specific one where it shows like a first person view of a guy in an airplane and he looks out the window and a giant meteor hits the earth and explodes like two, 300, 400 miles away from the plane. But it's so massive that it explodes the plane and like what happens uh, if that happened? Yeah. And it's like a 30 second video and it's just there's no dialogue. It's just what you're seeing and it's wild. Oh, my God. Yeah, like there are yeah. those exact, I love those kinds of videos yeah. where it's like you pan over and it's Los Angeles and there's just a giant skeleton yeah, and it's, yes. and then the skeleton looks at the camera and then it cuts. Like, are you kidding me? I'll just, <laughs> I don't need a movie of that, but that, that one little 30 second thing, that got me going right on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So yeah, I'm intrigued with this. I think it's going to be another good one. I hope it gets more buzz. Yeah, and to finish off uh, the trailers that we're talking about, HBO came out today with their one to watch in 2024, basically uh, previewing their 2024 slate. 
of original shows that came out. By the way, if there's a trailer that you uh, want us to watch, you can tell us on all of our socials. Look us up, HBO Boys, uh, patreon.com slash HBOBOIZ. You join a private Discord and you can tell us uh, trailers you want us to react to. Also, uh, for it's about a dollar or more a month, you uh, get these podcasts early and ad free. Uh, and so that's pretty cool. And at the end of the show, Adam will read the names of our patrons. But before that, uh, Adam has not watched this uh, trailer. So I'm going to have Adam uh, react <laughs> to it live uh, and just tell me what he's feeling. And Adam, Tell me when you press play. All right. I'm going to press play now. Nice. Okay. What are your vibes? Kate Winslet. Yeah. Oh, dragons. House yep. of Dragon. Oh, Cobblepot, the, the Batman. <laughs> um, oh, Detective. True Detective. Oh, a new True Detective. Yeah, I've been out of the True Detective game. Uh, Same. And and I, I don't know. I don't really have any feeling I want to get back. The regime, though. This one. Kate Winslet. Anything that Kate Winslet's in, I, I tend to like. So. 100%. And I just watched Titanic in 4K Ultra HD today. And it was cool. <laughs> House of the Dragon uh, season two House here. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it because we watched the first season. I'm going to pause Sympathizer. it right here. The Sympathizer oh, 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 oh. Yep, okay, with paused. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, was it with Robert Downey Jr.? I didn't see it. Yeah, he plays an old wily man. Oh, I love it. Okay, I'm going to press right. play again. Yep. Industry. By the way, Sandra O oh in the Sympathizer as well. Kit Harrington. Laird, oh, Kirby Kirby Enthusiasm's coming Still back? around, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Elizabeth, my brilliant friend. The Jinx Part 2, the franchise. Oh, what is that? Yeah, like right. Oh, I don't know what like this him. is. Daniel Brule yeah. is in it, and I want to watch it real bad. Connor O'Brien, probably watch that. I like that. Tokyo oh, Vice. Yo, yeah, this actually Tokyo Vice liars sick. don't really care. Hacks, hacks oh, is a like really good comic. show. Yep, the Penguin. He's getting his own show. Yeah, I didn't know that. I really liked him in the Batman. Oh, the Last of Us part. Yep, episode or part two for sure. I'm gonna White pause Lotus. it. For the, yeah, the White Lotus oh, season Euphoria. three. Oh. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to pause it real pause. quick because yep. the White Lotus season three, we uh, Mike White has announced bigger, be, yep. better, and uh, so I'm excited for that. But The Last of Us got pushed back again it because did. Uh, Pedro Pascal, ha he's like the most popular person on earth, so he is most likely in the new Fantastic Four movie, and mm, yeah. he's also he's in every franchise. Anyone who can. Uh, get him. I'm currently a little concerned because what? How much time is between Last of Us one and two in the video game? Um, so you end with Ellie as like a pre, well, like a preteen. I want to say twelve or thirteen, and she is like seventeen in series oh, two. Then I feel uh, then I feel just fine, right? My yeah, my, it's my, it's enough where she's like hit puberty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. My issue was that what if Bella Ramsey looks completely different and outside of the realm of what she's supposed to look like? But no, you have I think she'll be have, fine. Yeah, you have quelled my uh, whatever. I've pressed play I think again. she'll be fine, especially if uh, the costume designers, which they did an amazing job in the first season, are true to the game. Because if you make her look the way she does in the game, I think it will just naturally, she'll naturally look older. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, as I press play, we get to welcome to Derry from the world of it. Yep. Welcome to Derry world of it. See that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's going to be. I may or uh, may not watch yeah. it. And now we're just seeing the a lot of fast cuts 
of yep. all of the things we've already seen. Motorcycle, girls, people Conan in the room. Uh, Conan O'Brien, House of Dragon, Penguin. Oh my God. <laughs> I am glad that HBO just said to Conan O'Brien, hey man, here's a show, you do you. Yeah, I think that could be cool. 100 million percent. So yeah. uh, those are, that's the HBO trailer. We watched it live and uh, as the HBO boys, uh, we are not contractually obligated because we are as... Uh, opposed to what people sometimes say in our Apple reviews, not a part of them. Um, but <laughs> obviously, yeah, obviously. But also, if, if you want to, if we leave- were, I would be in a different financial situation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you want to leave a nice Apple review, that'd be pretty cool. If you want to follow us on Spotify, uh, that would also be pretty neat. Rate us five stars there and then yeah. join our Patreon. As I said earlier, patreon.com slash HBOBYZ. And Adam is going to read the names of our patrons right now. Yes. And if you donate, I'll read your name and you can write whatever you want. And I have to read it. I am obligated. Thank you. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Adam Donging Ryan, Chris Wood, Brent Ging, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, Butter Nichols, Susan, and Buffalo Pizzle. Uh, we'd also like to give an extra shout out to Shun, Sun, wow, Sunshine and Brent Ginn for being our $5 a month tier patrons. So if you too want an extra special shout out, just uh, up your subscriptions to the $5 a month and I will do that. Right. And I'm going to be sharing the BuzzFeed quiz with the private Discord right now so they can figure out even before uh, the podcast comes out whether they are are a a rat or a frog. But I will tell you, you know, I know I'm a rat, Adam, as BuzzFeed has decreed. Mm. But I think this podcast just feels like two frogs (laughs) on a log. (laughs) Smoking a cigar. Smoking a cigar (laughs) and riveting their lives away. Isn't that beautiful? Forever. <laughs>